Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Let's open up with Corona. Hi, Wumi. <laughs> corona is everywhere, whether you want it or not. Yeah. Invisible monster. Invisible monster, bitch. That was um, the most appropriate phrasing. <laughs> but every time I touch a new surface or something foreign, I'm always thinking, like, are they watching me in the movie? Are they t- are they screaming and telling me don't touch that door? And I just can't see it. You know what I mean? No, I keep thinking about that. What? I said no. I don't know what you mean. Oh, fine. I know what I mean. It shit is crazy out here, man. So I just keep thinking, like, all the time, like, don't touch the surfaces. Baby Derek agrees with me. He does not fuck with hand sanitizer at all. I've never really cared for hand sanitizer. Like, I understand its purpose, but I'd rather just wash my hands. Yeah, I'll just wait this out until I'm, I'm able to wash my hands. I don't need to do this thing right now. But he's like, yeah, I don't want it. I don't want sanitizer. I want soap. He says that? Yes, bitch. And I said, I agree. <laughs> Get this shit out of the bathroom. I want to wash my hands with soap, too. Get this out of here. <laughs> I mean, I don't even need to, like, get into it again. But, you know, my sister is not playing over here. She's not playing with anybody. No, not at all. So, Sarita, I, you know, I moved the... Well, I guess, okay. I'll talk about that when I talk about how Corona's impacted my business. Never mind. We're already talking about it. Talk about it. You were talking. I'm sorry. Okay. So um, I moved my store, I moved my production to my mom's basement, which is where I started in the beginning. And everything I had back then is still here the same way that I left it. It's, it's very nice, very nostalgic and everything. So I'm staying with them. The plan was to like work here and then go home at night. And we had this whole strict thing about, you know, germs and procedures amongst our three households, all of that. Um, and then the stay at home orders came out. And so I had to make a decision. Do I stay at home in Maryland and not work? Or do I stay at home in DC um, and be separate, like separated from my husband? So um, we are in a virtual marriage right now because we both prioritized, um, you know, just being able to pay the bills and stuff. Like this would be the appropriate time for the rainy day fund and all that kind of stuff. But I can't, I know I would be going crazy if I was just sitting in my apartment all day 
and not making shit when I could be and just idle and eating and all of that. So I'd rather just like eat still and drink, but also work. So right now I'm finishing out custom orders. I will do one more release tomorrow because I think like my butter vendor and all of that, they're probably shut down. So when this second box of um, 25 pounds is done, I won't be able to uh, produce any more stuff. Plus it's getting hot too. So kind of a perfect storm of shit, but just remaining positive. Um, so much of this is outside of our control. I just, I haven't even freaked out yet. I'm just kind of like, well, okay, of course. Now, oh, we can't leave our homes now. Now, what I did do is I just went to the store, which is why we started at 730, because um, I had to make sure I had enough wine to survive. Because my wine stash all shipped to my apartment at the harbor. So I didn't have as much here and I didn't want to punish my sister and stuff. So I was able to make that happen and I, I don't have any worries. We got enough food and stuff now. We had a schedule on who cooks for who and when and stuff like that. And that's it. I mean, some of you people tried me with me. I started getting cash apps today. Cash apps without conversations. Did you return them? No. Okay, so I need to send you like, so I need to send you a cash app so I, because bitch, my shit is getting low. If you're going to do it, just hurry up. Seriously, I checked my cash app just before I went to the liquor store. And I was like, why do I have $432 in here? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had like 118 or something like that. Like something much smaller than that. And I was like, 432 And I scrolled. And I was like, yep. Yep. Some, some of your close personal friends. <laughs> no, because I, I really was sitting around like, what, if, what am I going to do? Because them people who go on her site, they they are always on their ready, like two hours before. I don't have the patience for that. No, you don't, so, you're not built for it. And like, I'm not going to the store, you know, I can't pop up at the store and be like, oh, okay, great. I'm, I'm just <laughs> going to take these two things and drop you a body bead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. Yes, you know that's the currency. You speak in my love language now, body beads. That's the currency. So, that's but it's, that's, not, that's not what's happening anymore. But also, I'm not about to run out of my shit. Well, yeah, just let me know what you want. You know I'll make your stuff. But I was supposed to have a release tonight, and there's no there's no room for that. Like, I'm going to have to start making release stuff in the morning, I guess. Oh, because wow. I'm sitting here now, like, scenting my last jar from the customs that came through today. So as long as the post office is still doing pickups, then I'm okay. Okay. But, uh, yeah, so how is Corona... How is Corona of this week impacting your business? Bitch, because it's different. Every fucking, every day it's different. You never fucking know. Um, okay, so one thing that I can say is that people really fuck with Beads by Wu. Uh-huh. And I say that because um, I have not been checked in online mm -hmm. right uh -huh. and um that hasn't stopped anything <laughs> oh i'm sure so i'm, I'm like sure. right. i you know i i really do appreciate these customers um mm -hmm. a lot of, a lot of new people and so i'm like okay well um if they're rocking with you with no engagement from your on your side girl you are maybe, so trifling you so trifling then maybe you should care more <laughs> welcome <Go ahead. laughs> everyone is going through this 
thing. You know, this is not this is not you going through this by yourself. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I've been sending you pictures and stuff like, "Girl, use this, do this, do that." No response. No response. <laughs> no response will be provided. <laughs> <laughs> But that's good. It's good that your demand is still there, for sure. Cause it's fucking crazy out here, man. It really is. I was just talking to the liquor store um, owners. They're Asian, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Yeah, so what's your plan?" Cause I was telling them, I was like, "Yeah, you know, I'm getting all this stuff because we can't leave uh, the house in DC after twelve uh, one. It's effective twelve one a.m." And so the lady was like, "What?" And I said, "Yeah." She said, "Well, we'll still be open." I said, "We'll you'll be open for like essential personnel." And stuff like that but regular people like me uh we can't leave the house and so she was like freaking out she's like i don't know what to do because we're a husband and wife business and you know it's just the two of us so because i was like you know you need to do delivery blah 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 and she's like but you know it takes two of us to run the store and i was like we'll just close the store and she was like well okay but i'm gonna have to uh pay somebody and i can't i can't pay anybody right now because we're not making enough money and i was like girl two hundred dollar minimum People want alcohol. They will so we can't we can leave the house. We just can't we can only go to certain places. So liquor stores are gonna stay open, groceries are gonna stay open. People can like go to the park and walk their dogs and stuff like that, but we can't go anywhere else. They're trying to keep us inside. And then they if I'm not mistaken, like the curfew is like eight o'clock. So do all your whatever you gotta do. By eight o'clock and stay in the house. Serena. Okay, I so I didn't, know, I didn't. I didn't know that there was a curfew too. At some point, I would like to go back home, but mm-hmm. I'm not trying to go jail and root because yeah. what I heard was um, my sister was was listening. She was on a conference call earlier, and she was in Arlington, and her colleagues were saying like how um, the essential personnel were complaining because they just drafted the essential personnel letters like yesterday. And they were complaining because seven people got pulled over. Seven FDIC employees got pulled over by Virginia, you know, police or whatever. And I don't know if they were the ones that got sent to Walmart, but they were talking about how people in Virginia are being detained at Walmart. Um, excuse me, at a, at a FEMA, it's a FEMA campsite or, or something like that. And I was like, I don't want no parts of this. I don't oh. want any trouble. What? Yeah, like she said that, uh, well, what the lady was saying on the phone was like, Virginia is like extra, extra serious. Yeah. So they're aggressively pulling people over to express mm-hmm. themselves. Well, they're going to have to deal with it. They're going to have to deal with something because I have been, I don't know why the fuck these people deem me as essential because I swear to God, what I do is not this important. Like, really. But <laughs> I'm going to have to be out here. And yeah. Time to be stopped. Mm, I, feel I feel you. you. I feel you. So I, because I need to, if I, I'm, I'm going to learn tomorrow whether or not I can trust the post people, the post office here, to do a pickup. So I scheduled a pickup of all these orders I worked on today. Um, but if the person doesn't come pick up, can I go to the post office and drop it off without getting arrested? That's my question. I, I need an answer. I mean, honestly, we won't know. I don't even know. I wasn't even sure that the post office would be open to people still dropping off. That was going to be my next issue. Because mm-hmm. if I can't go to, the, if I can't drop off at the post office, I'm gonna be in trouble. You can schedule a pickup. 
it's free if you if you schedule the pickup. Um, and I feel like you're in Virginia, so your yes. post your postman is going to do their job. My no, well, I have not set up like online postage and all of that, so that's something to look into okay. as far as pickups are concerned. All right, and I just want to add, I don't know everything about this, but you know, like I am, um, I'm thin. I'm, I'm on a skeletal staff right now. I am the essential personnel. So yesterday I did the first scheduling of the post office and it, it didn't require that. You just tell them how much stuff you have. Oh, uh-huh. And it, it didn't require login. Cause I was like, shit, I'm gonna have to hit her up and get the login and blah, blah, blah. But no, I just went to USPS. I Googled USPS pickup. I, I Googled is USPS pickup still going to happen? And I got a link. And um, I just put in my name, the address, whether or not I had a dog, and um, <laughs> how many how many um, packages they are there are, and how much they all weigh. And it was confirmed. And then you have until two a.m. tonight to make any changes. So it's free if you just have the person pick it up while they're on their regular route. But if you want to schedule time, then it's twenty four dollars. So you'll be safe. You'll you'll be safe if. Um, the post office shuts down yeah okay. that's good to know. right <laughs> yeah, so i'm about to make a bunch of uh intimate cleanser and um hold on let me write my list so i can butter but to send you because i'm not oh yeah i'm gonna do some soap too i'm gonna do one of the eucalyptus blends for soap like, you know, just re relaxy shit. I'm going to do a lot of the vacation tropical scents, too, to just kind of help people out. I'm going to focus on vacation tropicals and also, like, lavenders. Does that mean karma? Yes, it does. That's great. Karma is the star of that show, bitch. Karma is. Mm -hmm. karma. But, yeah, that and maybe some posh and stuff um, to help people relax because it's, it's a lot of high-stress situations. I am on a few text threads where um people are just kind of like i just i can't do this much longer so i don't feel I, I just feel like in a state of um almost restlessness right uh -huh. um because things change every day yeah and it's like, well just can you just tell me what the fuck to do can you just tell me what to do <laughs> Make up your mind. If we can't leave until August, just tell us. Just tell me that so I know what the fuck to do. Uh, and I get it. They don't know. Okay, fine. But also, this ain't, I'm not, I don't. I think they know. Okay. I think they don't want us to panic. I think we're way beyond panic. Okay, I found a quote from Bowser, and this is from the Washington Post. It says, the only reasons you should be leaving your home are the following obtain medical care, food and essential household goods, perform an essential government function, work at an essential job, engage in essential travel or to exercise according to the guidelines. And like I told y'all, the guidelines is you can take a walk around the park, take your dog for a walk. I think that's all you can do. Okay, so basically you can, no, never mind. Because I'm not giving people ideas to just be outside. What if my business is essential to me? Tanisha.
Oh, indeed. Oh my God, because I just, I don't need to be driving around and I got to show somebody my license and all, we got to do that whole thing. Like, I can't. Bitch, I don't even know what, because you know, I don't have a car right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't even know how I'm really getting around. I don't even, so um, I caught the bus the other day, right? Uh Uh-huh. But the bus is empty. Yeah. Because no one wants to be out there. Mm -hmm. Um... And also, the bus is free, at least out here, because they're like, uh, they put up like a chain thingamabob um, to to keep the bus driver safe. So you cannot even get on the bus through the front door. You have to use the back door. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so I, you know, I, I'm just getting on. I don't know what the fuck is going on. So I get on and I'm going to go try to pay. I tried to give him my um, smart trip. He was like, no, no, no. <laughs> You stay back there. <laughs> we not taking payment. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. All right, dude. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, this is their way of saying, okay, I understand. Obviously, you have to get somewhere. Mm-hmm. If you're here, you need you have somewhere to be. So we're going to provide the service, but also stay the fuck away from each other. Yeah, yeah. Please stay away from each other. I respect that, and I appreciate it. I really do. Because I don't even want my change back if I have to be in a store. Just please keep the change. I just need so, to. So before we were all um, put on, you know, telework only or not telework only, but before we all moved to telework, right? Uh-huh. My one coworker was going to grab something for lunch. So, he, you know, he asked around if anybody needed anything. And I was like, oh, yeah, can you give me this? And I tried to give him a $10 bill. And he was like, are you kidding? <laughs> You want me to touch that dirty money? And I said, uh, oh, absolutely correct. He was like, we have PayPal. <laughs> and I said, you know what? You're absolutely correct. We do have PayPal. It's true. I'm so sorry for insulting you in this way. <laughs> yeah, man. This shit is crazy. That's why your girl, when your girl got online saying all that shit she was saying without saying too much, Sarita, did you see anything today with anybody saying anything about how they were going to keep working? I don't know what you're talking about. On uh-uh. Facebook? Uh-uh. Okay. Girl. Somebody we all know? Yes. Yeah. Somebody we all know was talking about how they were going, and like, I think initially they were proud, and they were just sharing, like, hey, here's an idea I just had. Yes. And uh, this person got a lot of responses like, hey, is this safe? Are you, are you sure that you, you, sure you want to do this? And then this would require the person to have people in their house all the time. Um, and then the response was, listen, I got bills to pay. Y'all not going to help me pay my bills. So. Oh my goodness. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, mm. I was but, just concerned. I'm concerned for, for on both ends, right? Uh-huh. You as a person providing the service, you bring in, you're allowing these people coming coming into your home. And the problem with this illness is that looking at someone, you can't tell that they have it. Um, by the time they start coughing and, you know, having a fever, they've already had it. Yeah. So the healthy looking people are the ones that are going to get you sick. 
what are you even talking about lady what are you talking about <laughs> so i don't i don't get it i don't understand day i'm just like okay today is not the day i don't feel a tickle in my throat i don't feel this and that because you just you don't you don't know all you can um, do is do your best to stay away from it a friend of mine told me she felt a tickle today uh-huh but she is she said she's rebuking it that's not so, gonna do it i don't know i was like well I don't, you know watch it all you can do is watch it you know what i'm saying pay, mm -hmm. pay attention to the symptoms and and Hope or pray for the best. Because if you're already feeling it, what else are you? What else are you supposed to do? Yeah, girl. Yeah, Al's friend is in tough shape. So um, if if they get through it, I'm I'm trying to be respectful. I don't know who's listening, but if the, if they get through it, they won't be themselves again. Really? And, and they've already said um like in previous conversations i guess with their spouse don't i don't want to live if that's what it's gonna be yeah that is tough and this is like an otherwise regular person no issues you know what i mean and this situation is just uh it's just taking people out Wow. You know, and some are recovering. Like Cohen, he's recovering. Yes. You know, so, you know, that's a good thing. You just, what, what the hell's happening out here? What is this shit? Yo, the, um, so there was, um, a, I guess he's a comedian or like a, a host, like a red carpet host type of thing. I don't know. Uh -huh. um, I've seen his face before. Um, <laughs> Michael Yo or something, something, I don't know, whatever, right? Um, he was on the internet today saying that he had it, he had been, and he was in the hospital for eight days. Um, and the, the part that scared him the most was when they told him like, listen, this is what it is. You can either go this way or go that way. It's either going to go well fast or it's going to go bad very fast. And if it goes bad, you aren't going to see your family again what yeah like we're not we will not let you let anyone come in here like this is it yeah so mm -hmm. uh, he was just like you know seeing people die and knowing that they're dying and knowing that they can't see their families again mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's exactly what i was thinking about earlier when i was talking about my granddad and stuff like it's it's good that he passed when he did because at least he wasn't alone, but like the way that the disease is, is running, I'm not disease, virus is running rampant in the nursing homes with these older people that are already very sick, can't Which express themselves. What I'm trying not to think about. Yeah, well, you know, with, with in your situation, he's much younger. Like he can say, hey, some shit don't feel right. Uh, my throat, you know, my chest, like he can express himself. But my grandfather couldn't talk. No. Oh. Okay. Change of subject. I'm very sorry. So. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> um. 
can we talk about these people who don't take this seriously? Who these people are like, um, these people who are saying, I can't believe y'all gonna let the government tell you what to do. Um, <laughs> y'all can, y'all can stay inside if y'all want to, but you know, I'm grown and y'all look so dumb. It's not us. Somebody looks dumb. What? What do you say to how? How do you how do you respond to these people or these people who feel like yeah that it's really just the government trying to control you? Um, how do you respond to them? Oh, I don't respond to anybody. No, I think I, I've I've made some judgments here and there and just muted people because I'm like you're telling me I don't I don't want to visit your home. You don't respect like a lot of normal social conventions and general understandings of safety and stuff like that. Mm -mm. I can't do it. I just can't do it. It's, it's also people that always want to be just naturally contrarian. And it doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, my brother was on that shit very hard and then somebody very close to him had it. And he realized that, you know, it was very close to him and his loved ones. And he shut the fuck up. <laughs> I hate that it took that. But why do we have to get there in order for you to exactly. understand? Oh, that's what I he hate is. That it took that for him to get there. I'm glad that he got there, but I hate how long it took for him to get there. Oh, yeah. Because, girl, in our family thread, you know, Teeny been preaching the same thing for like a month. And he'd be on it, oh, God. And he'd have these articles about somebody saying how many people are cured from it versus uh, the people that die, why they only talk about the people that die. Because people are dying and it's still spreading. And if you don't have to get it, you shouldn't. Because you have to talk about the worst of a situation to avoid it. Guys. <laughs> We're on the same page. We're on the same fucking page. We are. So. You, don't, you don't wear seatbelts for the people who survived accidents. That's not why you wear seatbelts. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Wobi! <laughs> <laughs> you don't! <laughs> Annoyed. I don't wear a seatbelt for those that made it before. Oh God, Jesus, that was gold, bitch. That was gold. <laughs> it really was. Oh my God, it simplified like the whole situation. So yeah, but it's it's really scary. Like Erin was telling me today that somebody close to her. Wait, what? This is for a baby. Is this okay? Does this does this look like um? Well, okay, I was gonna say, what's the baby's personality? Um, you know her mom. Yeah, it's for her. Her mom is very, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's for her. It's for that baby. I, I thought about that baby as soon as I looked at it. And that's why I was like, well, let me Did find out what, kind of, what kind of baby this is. Great. Yeah, because it looks like something her mama would wear. Okay. Woo wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in the goddamn house wearing waist beads and just letting them roll up. So yeah. my, my waist beads. <laughs> my waist beads are under my breasts. My waist beads are screaming to just go around my neck. And I won't do it. Nope, you're going to stay right here. Please shut up. Girl, do you know people did not like my pose? They did not like it. I got emails about it. 
What you mean? Or um, not emails, DMs. What do you mean? About first of all, fix your. I don't. I don't like how your tone switched. Sorry, but I'm. <laughs> yeah, people were just like, um, okay, I got a DM that I deleted, and after, but, well, I blocked. The, so I don't know what happened to. Okay. The um, it was to the effect of you shouldn't. I shouldn't see so much of your body. And I'm so oh. what? I mean, I'm not I'm not really sure how you want me to respond to that. So you know I just didn't respond, but uh-huh. Yeah, I was like, oh, is this this and this isn't even a lot, guys. Well, you know that um people will I guess we should have told you like going into that before you posted it. People are gonna try to police your body if you do that. But who cares? I usually wonder about the mental number one, why do you have so much space to like be so involved in my shit? But also like what's your what's your emotional state that you need to reach out to me and say something ugly? Were you triggered? Like what happened to you? Did somebody say that to you? It, it takes a lot to jump into somebody's personal business. Like for me, it's easier if I don't like something or I think something is stupid or annoying, I just either unfollow or I keep scrolling. I don't need to weigh in. Nobody gives a fuck what my opinion is about something they posted already. You that's know what I'm saying? The, that's the weirdest part. Like, oh, you did already. You didn't have to be here. Mm -mm. You chose to be here and say this to me. Like, you, you thought that this was a move, but okay. Yeah. See, that person has too much time on their hands. They need to go watch Tiger King, bitch. But. <laughs> Fucking Tiger King, but yeah, I, I mean, I had other other um, DMs too, like um, a bunch of uh, uh, side eyes, mm -hmm. but with no. Um, What's a side eye? Are you talking about the iPhone eyes? The iPhone eyes. The iPhone eyes. Okay. And I'm just like, I mean, I don't know, guys, but um, you know, iPhone eyes are open to interpretation. Very true. Yeah. But um, there were a couple that I was like, okay, you know, like, I know this is in jest and, you know, like, fun. But there were uh -huh. a couple, I was like, I don't, we don't even interact. Why are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so with that in mind, keep them coming. All right. Yeah, that's what I say. We can talk about our my new faves to watch. Um, because I don't want to be around any of these people. Um, Tiger King. Oh, wait. What? Because what, what did I call it? Wild animal, uh, wild big cats or some shit. <laughs> and I thought I was saying the right thing. I really did. <laughs> I'm like, this show, this wild big cats, big cat love, whatever the fuck this shit. Yep, yep, yep. It's so good. It's a masterpiece. I have watched it three times in its entirety. Have you yes, Sarita. Yes, <laughs> it's a masterpiece. Unlock. Unlike when did you first fall in love with hip hop and wine? I'm talking about encore. I knew that's what you were talking about, and I don't think that's fair. I just why are you comparing those two? 
<laughs> because she's a fucking psychopath. You know, she thinks about dinosaurs crawling out of the water at the <laughs> harbor. We cannot give her too much room. We okay. cannot. Wow. I mean, I know that you're still here and we love you very much, but also This podcast is savage tonight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> but yeah, so okay, I do want to talk about Uncorked, but Tiger King. An entrepreneurial entrepreneurial masterpiece. Jesus Christ. Please tell me why it's an entrepreneurial masterpiece. Tell me. That dude, dude had dreams, man. <laughs> he went after his dreams. Okay, but did he have dreams? So, you know, it started off very uh, tenderly, right? You yes. Know, all these people really care about animals or this guy, whatever, about these big cats. But it doesn't, it didn't really make sense that the world would be talking about it if it was just going to be a soft show. You know what I'm saying? So I'm watching like, no, something else is happening here. So he might have started real sweet, but then it came, it was just about money. Yeah. I didn't understand why it was so common to have these big ass animals. Too many of these people had these big fucking animals just like, oh yeah, I was raised with this the first time I had one, I was four. What are you talking about? I I shared something with my family. I may have said it to you before, but it, it really applies here. White people <laughs> have not, they have never been hunted. Okay. Okay. Like have gone this going down this Yes. This is a full on demonstration. They are seeking the thrill and the danger because as a race, I'm not talking about Jewish people. I know that's a totally separate situation. And I believe that uh redheaded white people are also treated a certain way. But let's just talk about regular regular degular schmegular white people have only been treated that they have dominion over whatever land the light touches. And there's no thrill after a while. That's why they're the ones out here. And I know there are some people, there are some people of color that hunt, right? But just kind of categorically, the super wealthy whites, they love hunting big game and doing all this shit, not to feed their families, but for that thrill. Because there's, there's no adrenaline rush of, oh my God, like are the police gonna kill me today when I get pulled over? It's, they don't have that they're not giving that talk at 12 and 11 years old about the dangers and how there are predators that want to see your downfall. They, they just, and that's why they have tigers. Okay. okay? That's okay. my dissertation. It makes zero sense for me because there are people on that documentary that chose to have tigers over teeth. Tigers. There are people there's a person who lost a limb to a tiger and came back to work at the same place where she lost a limb. Only I'm days, so, days later. Where he lost a limb. That was a lady. Uh, he, he, 
is um, <laughs> he has transitioned, and um, who transitioned? Saf, Safi, Saf. Saf is a lady. Saf transitioned. Oh shit! Twenty twenty. <laughs> 2020. I'm so, I thought you said transition like died. I'm sorry. Oh no. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, that lady's not dead. <laughs> Seth is a man. A male. Seth has he pronouns. Oh, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Apologies, everybody. Please don't, because I I can't. <laughs> All I can do is just be told. With the right I am, I'm, and trying. I'm trying to refer to people the way they want to be referred. That's it. Yeah. I'm doing my best. Thank you, everyone. When I get invited to events, <laughs> and they ask you, do they ask you your pronouns? <laughs> and you're it's like, like a whole form and everything. And I'm just like, oh my God, I'm such an old lady. Because I'm just like, <laughs> you saw my page. Obviously, I'm a girl. <laughs> <laughs> But that's not that's not how it works anymore. That's not what they're asking you. And I just I feel like um I always have to remind myself that this is this can be received as the equivalent to racism to somebody. So I would just try to be mindful, but it's not something I'm even going to pretend to understand is appropriate because what I saw was a a young woman who was kind of just dressed for the environment and she just had a short haircut. That's where I was with it. So, Saf, I apologize. You're never going to hear this, but I apologize. I'm sure that Saf does not... Um, <laughs> Saf was like, what the fuck? And I feel like that would be the least of Saf's issues with us because I just went on staff for losing a limb and going back to work, so. Going back to work. Bitch, when, when Joe Exotic said, I'm never going to financially recover from this, do you know how much that hit me in my soul? <laughs> I'm laughing, but it's not funny. Every time something happens, like, like last week when all the damn scrubs went out without the bubble wrap on them, and everybody was just like, hey, it's broken. I need a refund. I need another one. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I have that feeling like once a week. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> I'm never going to financially recover. That man did not say, I'm so sorry she lost her arm. He nope. said, I'm never going to financially recover from this. His immediate reaction. Immediate. <laughs> Listen, he, went out, he went out into that uh, room, the sales room, whatever, the store. Talking about right, so someone was attacked. So, do you want a refund or you want to come back later? <laughs> just, I mean, let me know what you want to do. Um, can we just can we stay here a moment? I have a couple of questions. Let's go. All right, Sarita, did you you watched it right? I didn't complete it, but I've watched all of the parts that you've mentioned. I've seen. Okay. Just wait. The thing is, you just wait. Where are you? Where'd you stop? Um. Oh, what was the last thing? I think I stopped at like episode three, and like I see why he hates Carol. She doing the same shit that he doing. Yes. So I, that's where I'm at. Carol ain't shit. Okay. So okay, did you get to the episode where they ended it and they're like, 
by the way, <laughs> Kale probably killed her husband. Did yes. you see that one yet? I saw that, yeah. yes. That's when yes. I knew I was sucked in. I said, oh, okay, well, I'm just watching this whole shit. Mm -hmm. You cannot leave me with a cliffhanger like that. Because what? <laughs> they reopened that shit, bitch. Carol need to go on vacation or something. Well, she can't even go nowhere because of the lockdown. And but they reopened it. The sheriff in Florida reopened it yesterday. It needed to be opened because I'm like, wait, excuse me. This is just known. This is like a known thing. People just talk about this. This is not okay. And then watching the film of her when that husband went missing. And she's just like, oh. <laughs> yeah, she's well, just like, when some people know the right things to do to make it, and they do those things. I was like, what is she doing? Is she gloating? Let me tell you when I knew she was a psychopath. Way before I found out she killed her husband and fed him to tigers. It was when she showed us her outfit for when she goes to uh, speak in, in Congress. When I saw that, because you know, if you like a pattern or a print, that's fine. If, and you make it into your everyday thing, that's cool. But bitch, none of this goes together. None of this matches. There is no cohesion. You just throwing anything with the fucking stellar stretch. word, bitch. That's a stellar word. You're absolutely right. There was no cohesion. You're not okay. No. You're well, you know, okay. honestly, I knew she wasn't okay. Because I finally caught it the second time I watched it. I caught that um, she was raped by three guys and her parents blamed her and kicked her out. She was never. That before she got married? This is when she was like 14. And her parents was, were seriously religious and so they blamed her. They were like, um, yeah, she ran away. They blamed her and said, well, when something like that happens to a young girl, she did something to ask for it. And so she ran away or whatever, right? But what I caught was when she tells her life story, she says, did that happen to her? She left and then she went from abusive man to abusive man or whatever, right? She never got therapy, bitch. That's when I knew. I was like, oh, this is why we're here. She didn't get any help. This is why she killed her husband because she already had it with men. She already had it with them. And look, she you see her street current husband. Oh my God! Yeah, it, it's tough to watch how she treats Don. Poor Don, he just, needed run for his life. Uh, Sarita, just know that there's more. Yeah. Okay. As much, <laughs> as much nonsense as you have already seen, there is yeah. still more. Wow, a lot more. Like okay. it's to the point where it ends, and you're like, wait, we didn't tie up all the loose ends here. Oh man. There's so many more things that happen yes, here. Not done. <laughs> I have I have more questions. Just, so yeah. Bitch, Doc Doc Ansel. Who what is the name of the one who um looks like he's from 1997? Uh, oh, you're right, because all of them. <laughs> The one who insists on like the super fast cars and the leather jacket. Yeah, hello. Have you yes, has no. he been introduced to you yet, Serena? Have you seen him yet? Remind me of his story. Why was he why is he included? He came in as a um an investor. He's a rich guy. An investor, yes. 
And he saves the um I don't oh, think he got to the point. Even where when it was got... in jail? No. Not I don't think he got to the point where, where Carol sued him for um a million dollars. No, I don't think okay. I, yeah, I think that. I feel like that's episode four or five. Okay. Uh, All okay. right. And Jeff comes in there, honey. Jeff is I hope he goes to jail. He's gotta go to jail. He's not nope. He's a terrible person. He treats Lauren terribly. He, I mean, he's a womanizer, obviously, because Lauren should be his Wait, daughter. Let's not talk too much because Sarita hasn't seen that part yet. Oh, well, I mean, she put it on the right. rundown. Oh, yeah, it's she fine. Okay. Okay, all right, let's go then. Yes. He's no. terrible. Terrible. He, and you could tell that he's terrible. And he probably has a very small penis because of how he insists on driving. Oh, yeah. Dressing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Um, and he insists on having, um, you know, like very young women. His girlfriend now, he got her pregnant. He doesn't look happy about it. And she's pregnant again. <sighs> you know, I needed an update on everybody once this ended. I found because a podcast. <clears throat> when she said they were talking about a nanny, he was like, oh, yeah, um, you know, she's having a baby, but I get to pick the nanny. Excuse me? Yeah, and see the tea on him is he is not even rich like that. Like you, you didn't hear one of the guys that he was like, yeah. And it wasn't until later on we learned that the guy, uh, you know, is behind on Ferrari payments and this and that. But you're wearing Ferrari bandanas and stuff. Like, what's happening? What is happening here? It's all a mess. So how does how did um what's her name Carol? Uh huh. That's her name. Okay. Carol Baskin. How, how how was she um fighting against Joe but also doing the very same thing as Joe? I didn't understand it. Like when they brought that up, I was like, wait, hold on, but she's doing the same thing. So she's not really looking out for the safety of these animals. She just doesn't want competition. I don't she has better branding. What what did she say? Cats and kittens? What she call them? Cool cats and kittens. Yeah. Fucking psychopath. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's very strange. She's you know? a very strange lady. And she's allergic to cats. That's another sign that her husband needs to take as he exits. And don't tell her that you're leaving. Just be gone. Yeah. You may end up fed to the them tigers too. It's true. She did that shit. Whatever they say she did, she did that shit. Absolutely, <laughs> Absolutely she did it. Yes. <laughs> I don't have one question about it. Because somebody, I was debating someone in my family. I forget if it was Desi or Christina. But we were debating because, uh, you know, human bones didn't come out when the tigers went to the bathroom. But what they said in a previous episode <laughs> was tigers have so much acidity in their stomachs that Everything is is digested. Bones wouldn't come out. I just gone is gone. Eat the bones, but okay. Yeah, their stomach tears all the bones up, so there's no bone. Like there's nothing to be found. It was all pooped out if it was eaten. And um, that man is definitely gone. Because I mean, why would you even change his will to say in my disappearance? That's when you know you are comfortably privileged. And you can just go and say, I'm going to change his will. And he's going to disappear a few months later. 
well, the will says so. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think is happening there. Um, also, uh, Joe's husbands that weren't gay. <laughs> okay. I just... It's a predator. Um, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. Uh, but then I also see the same thing in Doc Antle. Oh, oh yeah, Doc Antle. First yeah. of all, he got them bitches as interns. They must have been like 14 years old. He, he said they have been with me since they were 16 or 17. Mm-hmm. Sir, do oh, you, I remember do you know him now. Taking care of my stuff. I remember him now. The girl that got out, she was telling a story. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Like, sir, do you know that you're saying this, like, in front of the camera? Do you understand what the implications are? And he wouldn't give any details about where he sleeps and who he's with. So I read up on him recently, too, and he's pissed. He does not like that Netflix tried to paint him in that light. Oh, but what about what he said? Yep. And he said that um, he doesn't have multiple wives. His wife, he was only married once and his wife died 20 years ago. And that makes sense. That makes a whole lot of sense with all the womanizing and stuff we're doing now. We haven't healed. Okay, but sir, you said, but everyone that, you, that that was asked, how many wives does he have or how many girls? Said, oh, who knows? At least three. I'm not sure. Yep. And so you introduced us to all of these women that have been on your compound. Since yeah, the- you see her over there, the pretty blonde with the big teeth. Whoa. <laughs> what was that? What was that? These oh, my are- God. And then the other thing that he did was... um damn it i can't remember jeff lo should go to jail why did they interview that guy the the drug addict that was the hitman why did they interview him in the bathtub i will why? never why what is this why did he want that he's a meth head why why did you go in his home That's joe's room these people are they should not. I'm sorry. He ran for public office. <laughs> oh, purpose. That I was like, this. <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what are these? And everyone just talked about it like it was regular. And I'm like, what the fuck is their life? What didn't we see? What video footage got burnt up? That what did we not see? What is missing? We saw all of it. We saw all no. of it. No. I remember. You saw. I ran my ass back home when I was in Oklahoma City. It's too much. I, I remember that. Too much. And that's what's I, there. I'm is that, that, that fire? Who set the fire? Who set the fire? Who set um, it? I just want... Uh, okay. I think it was Joe or the reporter guy. I said Joe because Joe wanted to get rid of his assets because at that point, Carol had nailed his ass to the wall with everything he owned that would equate to her million dollars she was suing him for. So if you saw the close-up of that list that she sent, 
it says shit like two foot step ladder. <laughs> like it, it listed every single thing he oh, owned. Shit. She wanted <laughs> all of it. Run me my money. And then right after that, the studio burned down and the baby alligators died. But the reason I think it might have been Robert Kirkman, the TV producer, is because I looked him up too to see what was going on. And when that fire happened in the studio, you know, his job was in the studio and he left. And then he moved to Dallas and then his house burned down mysteriously in Dallas and he moved somewhere else. So his thing might be arson for insurance money or something. I don't know, but it was definitely featured in the article, like the pattern. I was like, oh, interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> and uh, John Finley, he did an interview on uh, the Wondery podcast, Over My Dead Body. Um, excuse me. Is that the other boyfriend? That was the husband with no teeth. Oh, okay, right, 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 okay. He was pissed with Netflix because they didn't use any of the footage of him with teeth. No, we needed the no teeth. I'm so sorry, sir. Because guess what? You sat for an interview knowing you didn't have any teeth. No teeth, no shirt. No shirt? Oh my you sat for this interview. You didn't even try to cover your mouth with your hand. You didn't even try to pretend that this was a problem. You sat like this was proper protocol. Like this was the regular way of business. Yeah. But now you're mad? Oh, because... No, don't be mad now. You got married to a woman when you didn't have any teeth. You had a baby on the way and you had no tooth. But now you're mad because Netflix showed you. Did they make it up? Did they go find the footage? Or did you sit there willingly? You sat there willingly. Yeah. And I wonder how high he was at that time. Like, I'm sure he kept John and Travis doped up. John said he met Joe. He was, what, 18, 19 years old? Yep, both of them. His and, new, new husband is young, too. Yeah, that poor boy. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. Like, I can't wait for season two. I cannot. Season two? They're talking about season two now because there's so no. many updates. No. There's so many people. Yeah, I don't think they thought that it was going to get all of this. I'm but they sure didn't realize... Nobody's at work. And this is pure <laughs> mess. And it's pure white people mess, like hot garbage trash white people. Yes. <laughs> it really is. It's ridiculous. It's new layers of trash everywhere you go. Oh shit. We were supposed to answer what have we been doing through the lockdown? What you been doing? Go ahead and answer this. Uh, I have been drinking new wines and watching a lot of television and realizing I need some space from a lot of my internet friends. They post too much and it's about nothing. Um, you know, I've, I've basically been doing the same. I've been cooking a lot, bitch, I went to make something today. I put the oven on <laughs> because I wanted to bake today. And when I put the oven on, I still have food from yesterday in the oven. Oh, I go to your house so bad. And I'm like, 
Wumi, this, you've got to get it together. You're eating way too much. You're doing way too much. Yes. So I waited. <laughs> um, I was like, all right, I'm going to just make myself dinner. I'm not making breakfast, lunch, and dinner every fucking day because I normally don't eat that anyway. Relax yourself. So I waited. I was like watching the clock, bitch, waiting to, I made it, I, I got some steak. So, and I had that shit um, marinating since yesterday. Mm-hmm. But I really was looking at the clock like, all right. <laughs> when, <laughs> when is an acceptable time to make dinner? <laughs> bitch, there's nothing else to do. And time doesn't matter anymore. It's time is just a social construct. And social constructs are shifting. Even with me having to, you know, sign on and actually you know, be accountable for telework. Uh-huh. I could get on at any time. So if I wake up at like six, I'll just get on. And work That's what she said. What work this, you know, eight hour schedule or whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then be done. I feel you. I don't know. You fried fish at three in the morning the other day, bitch. Or was it, it five? Was it was six in the morning. Yeah. Well, no, it was five because I ate it at like six. Yep. I. Yeah, I knew it was an odd number because I remember just having an emotional response to it. I could not. I had I had woken up at like three, and was starving, and I couldn't wait anymore. And I just kept thinking about that fucking fish. I was like, this fish is just sitting in the refrigerator. It's just waiting for me. I really got up and seasoned and floured and fried that bitch. And it was so good. And then I, I got mad her. because I did not, I don't have any grits. So I was like, I can't even have fish and grits. Bitch, if you don't put some mustard on that shit. And oh eat. no, I, I legit ate it as it was. And it was fine. It was. <laughs> but yeah, I had to tell them because I was like, okay. With all of this um, time and access to the internet, I have really been going through things like, is this post-worthy or am I just bored? Bored. Yeah. There's so many things that I'm like, oh, (laughs) this is entertaining to me at this moment. Let me put it on. No, is this really worth sharing? Do I really want to? If you have to ask, you know the answer. Exactly, which is why. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm so sick of people on the internet. I am tired of seeing everybody is going fucking live on Instagram. Because, you know, that's all the lives are listed first. And I'm like, first of all, stories are already hard enough to get through. But we got to go through lives, too. I don't, what what are y'all live about? What are y'all talking about? If it's not your birthday, just stop fucking going live. People with birthdays have a right to go live because the Aries season has been compromised. Decimated. Yes. (laughs) But anybody else, like, come on, please, guys, please, please. Just have something of value to share. Um, And a lot of the same jokes and challenges keep coming around in circles. And and we've been TikTok to death. I get it elbow elbow shimmy i got it i got it got it 
No, Everybody stop. Because people don't get it. People keep posting these videos and the beat is the same every time, guys. Every time. The beat is the same. The beat tells you what to do at what time. TikTok videos are great and most appropriate in the coronavirus culture. They are most appropriate for your family chats, your family threads, your family WhatsApp group me, all that. Just put it, just put it there. Put it there, please. Please just put it there. That's what she said. <laughs> I do like that one where they were doing they were doing this whatever that is called on the um steps. And the last person lost his footing and slid his ass all the way down the steps. That shit's fucking hilarious. Um, but other than that, um so can we talk about self-made? Yes, are we going are we going to have a a real conversation about it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Um I say this as a person who modeled myself after Madam C.J. Walker. I remember the first report I wrote about her. I remember the first time someone complimented me and said I was the modern day her. Oh. I'll never forget it. I'll never forget it. I repost the post like once a year. Um, it, this. Did it take the wind out of your sails? Bitch, bitch. <laughs> yes, like it's just what in the hell? It really was like it was a movie. It, it, okay, so many thoughts. Slow down. The first thing was it was so hard. I I didn't realize until after it ended and all the tea came out about what was what for real. I then realized why it was so hard for me to connect with Madam C J Walker as a character. I could not connect with her through that movie. The only connection I had was like, oh, you know what? I really like your husband. He's really handsome. Go girl. Like, you know, get you a dude that supports you and, you know, all of that. Um, but even that kind of fell off after a while. But it was hard to connect with her because she was openly mimicking the lady's recipe. You know, that is my trigger, bitch. I don't fuck with that at no. all. Yeah, especially since you've been on the other end of it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely since that. And I'm like, okay, um, what? I didn't like the character's tactics for dealing with her, but the fact that her foundation as a character on this show was based on mimicking what somebody else had and, like, testing it over and over again to see if it's right and all of that. Oh, my God. I could not take it. I could not connect with it. And then the other piece that killed me was when she finally has the heart-to-heart with uh, Addie and tells her, basically, white people out here trying to kill us. We ain't got time for you to be mad about this. Girl. It's like, no, actually, don't talk to me like this because you stole my shit. You stole my shit. You stole my shit. So, <clears throat> because I had m- more interest, I looked into other things, you know, read up uh, people's articles and, and things about um, her in real life. But the, the movie just... <sighs> Wrong move. Um, the movie didn't give me enough. Can you just tell me that this is loosely based on her life? 
or can you just make it true to her life? I don't right, know. Right. Annie Malone, Annie, Annie Termo, Turnbow Malone, really got a raw deal here because we didn't even know who she was to begin with. And then she was manifested as some composite character of a mulatto villain. And I'm using quotes for mulatto. I know we don't say that in 2020. But um, I just thought, what a waste. There's a better way to tell that story and tell it truthfully because they did have a falling out but it wasn't it wasn't the way that it because you know I did the research too I was like okay I need all the information who is this Annie bitch like what happened here why did I just watch the show this is crazy but it seemed like she was made more of a legend because she died first too she died in 1919 when Annie Turbo Turnbow Malone died in 1957. Oh. So you are like more so deified when you die, (laughs) you know? So, but yeah, but this lady apparently had colleges, beauty colleges and shit like worldwide, like in the United States and in the Caribbean. It was a really big deal what she had and they honor her. Well, you, you listen to uh, Demetrius podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Denise was on there. I loved it. She was pissed, bitch. I went to her IG. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she's pissed. And she, it, was, it was tacky. She had right to do. So, yeah. Yeah, but it was real tacky. I, so, um, what I could not find out was if um, Madam C.J. Walker was really like that with her daughter. Well, I read the daughter wasn't even gay. Like, she had three husbands. I'm tired. We got to move on to something. Yeah, so it was like, it was really like, Okay, I get creative freedoms. We respect all freedoms. But what was the motivation? Why? Why are we doing this, guys? Why are we doing it? I, I feel like it was an opportunity uh, kind of, you know, kind of missed. Yeah, they, they kind of wasted the opportunity to teach us something about someone who had been lifted up in, you know, in our community for a long time. Yep. So, um, that's that on that. Uncorked. Let's do it. So, you don't like the movie? Yeah. Yeah, remember I came back, I said it was okay. Like, I like how it ended. Yeah, and, and then you got on here today and made a disparaging comment about it. So, I'm yeah, asking. It was, it was because of the opening. I really hated that. I still have residual anger what, towards what the movie the Brown Sugar. The opening, what, do you, what happened? But he was in the liquor store, and he was like, look, look, Sarita said no. Um, he was in the liquor store. I already know I'm not going to agree. I'm just going to let yeah, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was just that opening thing when he was talking to the girl. He's like, do you like hip-hop? Well, Jay-Z is the Chardonnay of wine. And oh, Riesling is crisp and this and this and this. It's like Drake. And all that. I was like, no, no, I'm not doing this again. I'm not doing brown sugar again. When did you first fall in love with hip-hop? I fucking, I hated it. I hated it. Like, let's just talk about wine. Let's just talk about hip-hop. Or let's talk about the love story. Like, I can't do this. But it lost me there. But I would say about three minutes later, I was fully engaged in the story. I really liked it. I loved how authentic it was to Black families and the conversations and the attitudes, the personality types. Um, I love that it ended, it didn't end with him um, getting the certification or diploma. It ended with him trying again, not, not giving up on his dreams. I really, yeah. really liked that. I really did. 
Yeah, because I was like, are they really going to make this like wrap it with a bow? Right. That's not what life really is. But Yeah, um, I'm like, if they go wrap this uh, this exam with a bow, then I need a divorce or something. Like, him and old girl, like, we got to have something. But with him not getting it and just trying to move on and stay in the lane that he thought was for him, I love that that, that dinner that night with his um his classmate being there motivated him, like, nah, I got to go back and get my shit. This is my passion. I really like yeah, that. It just said to me, don't give up. Like, he looked at him like, bitch, you, you, you are the one giving me this? No. Yeah, he did look at him like <laughs> He did look at him like <laughs> Like, I know how much help I gave you, bitch. You are the one? No. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, that was his passion. He was really, it was, it was a great, um, it was a, a really good character to watch. I, I liked this actor's style i did, I don't know him but i felt like he did a great job in that role the movie so. is actually loosely based there's a part in the movie where i think he's going to the intro to the master psalm class and it's a black man teaching uh-huh yeah it's loosely based on him he is um <gasps> oh yeah, yeah. Really? so yeah so the movie was pretty much based on prentice you know prentice who's the showrunner for insecure yeah who wrote the movie his family interaction is based on him, but the wine part is based on Dylan Proctor. So they just That's kind of fused hilarious. them together, together. Yeah. That's hilarious. I'm sure his family was like, you want to be a what? <laughs> <laughs> With him even want to go into the um, showbiz arena. Oh because my God. his, um, he said his family's business was furniture. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I just, I loved it. I felt that that, the family dialogue was so authentic. Them it niggas start going around the table talking about, yeah. And my hairdresser, she was with a Somalian and he took her stuff and she's well, she didn't tell me that she did my hair last week. What are we talking about? <laughs> because in the um there's a documentary called Psalm. It's actually on Netflix, I think. And um D Lynn, who the movie is based on, he was in the running for a master psalm and he didn't pass. I mean just imagine everything being documented and your failure being documented like that. I think he went back. I think he passed. I'm not really sure, but mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was great. And I also learned that I like French rap. I like the music, the soundtracks and stuff. Like I was like, okay, I get it. I get it. I get it. It's fine. I get it. I was wrong the first 30 seconds of the movie. This is us. Um, all right, I'm 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 ready to see what's coming next because this episode kind of floored me. I was not really prepared. I need to like Randall again. I want to like Randall again, and I don't like him very much right now. Why? Tell me why. Um, Tell me why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, everything feels, uh, he feel he, he's giving me selfish vibes. Like everything is about him and it feels amplified and I don't like it. I don't like how he, um, he basically, I don't know. I felt like he bullied his mom to saying yeah. 
to that trial. He knew it wasn't right, which is why he tried to keep it a secret from from Kevin. Um, I didn't realize that they both had so many underlying feelings against each other. Um, that shit went bad very fast. I don't know how they move past that. I guess they don't really. They didn't. Yeah. Cause how they, can you? How how can you move past that? It looks like they didn't, and then they kind of just made peace with a head nod or something when they visited the mom on her deathbed. Yes. Cause remember, like earlier in the season, it was like, oh, you know, I don't speak to him. Blah blah blah. Remember that? Yes, that was at their forty-first birthday party. Yeah. So here is my take on it. I like Randall the same, and I um I totally understand the levels of animosity that was there between him and Kevin because it was obvious since they like their flashbacks as uh, teenagers, not so much as little kids. But definitely, Kevin's resentment was clear. He hated it so much, he always stayed at Sophie's house. Yeah. Because he felt like the mom paid so much attention to Randall. Like, the dad was good with kind of being even killed with everybody. But you know the dad's favorite was, uh, what did he call her, Katie? Yeah. But yeah, like, you know, he was really engaged with her. But Kevin had animosity about how close Randall and Rebecca were, always. And um for me I, I understood it i didn't cry but it was very close to home because of um you know the things that i learned about my siblings and their feelings and stuff later in life oh like it really hit home for me like yeah okay well thank you for letting me know you know what i mean it was very clear like okay yes you are comfortable in this space of feeling this resentment but you never get an opportunity to say that you feel that way and so that's why, like, even when it comes to reconciliations and stuff, I don't force it. And I'm not that pressed about it because I'm like, people need space to live in their truths. And I think Kevin and Randall need space from 40 to however old they were at that point. They need a space to live in their truths of just, I'm sick of this nigga, his oppressive bullshit. Because Kevin pays for everything and kind of plays the background. And Randall is more hands-on. And so they both resent each other for different reasons. Like Randall can't finance the mom's life and Kevin can't be as hands-on because of his career. And also knowing like his mom isn't as pressed about him, you know? <laughs> so it was, it was a really, it was a beautiful depiction of family dynamics and getting some of those burdens off you. Like we saw Randall's dirty laundry with his, his feelings and, and the way he was so nasty to the therapist and stuff. But it's because... <laughs> Bitch, I told you, I don't trust nice people. Nice people that put on that facade all the time, everything's great, everything's happy-go-lucky. There's a, there's a nastiness under that's underlying that when it's confronted, it is vicious, bitch. It's vicious. Usually, what is it? It's like these personality types three. I took a, a training one time years and years ago. Red is the aggressive leader, kind of like a, like a lion, right? Blue is super nice, altruistic, uh, green is uh, more introverted and analytical. And so like those are the three basic categories. You could be any blend of any two or whatever. You can be a red green, a blue green, like whatever. 
and I feel like um, Randall is a blue red where he's blue all day long. That's his dominant. But when he's angry or he's pushed, he goes full red and it gets nasty. Um, that's, that's what I saw there. I was like, okay, yeah, this makes sense. Of course you're a dickhead. You're feeling cornered. You're very uncomfortable. <laughs> you're going to lash out. What did he say? Some therapist in cheap, some overpriced therapist in cheap shoes. Whoa, Randall, goddamn. I was like, wow, did she deserve this? Because it's, it's always right there with them. They just mask it. It's not worth it. No, it is not, bitch. Just express yourself. Just be upset. And, yeah. so and I say that as a person who used to be like that. But it ain't worth it. It's, mm. it's much easier to be like, I don't really fuck with this. I'm not interested. You know? Um, or just say things like, I'm angry today. I don't feel like being bothered. Um, what the fuck's happening to Richard Weber? Let me tell you something. It's going to be a whole problem. If these motherfuckers at ABC keep going down this track, because this last episode, bitch, I told you when I realized that he was making up the fact that Catherine was in the room with him, the fact that he, when he was making that up, I said, these motherfuckers better not embarrass him. They better not embarrass Richard. <laughs> don't you touch Richard Weber and what the fuck did they do they embarrassed Richard I am everybody now. was so excited to see Richard's performance I mean his speech like they were so everybody the virtual shit everybody's virtual situation was ready and they embarrassed him why would you do this to him why would you do this my favorite tweet was what are you doing to America's father <laughs> 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 what do you he think is our father what do you think is about to happen well I know he's sick of being on the show so this, I'm is, hey, this is not the way out I don't like this because he can still make, well listen I don't obviously I don't know what's coming next but I still feel like they could have done something else they didn't have to I don't like the way this is going I don't fucking like it well, remember they they were warning us with his hand. Yes, his. But that whole speech situation, everybody watching oh. the whole fucking medical community watching him. But see, you know what? That's how the whole medical community immediately they're going to rally behind him. They're not going to clown him. He's a legend. So if he gets up there, he that's why Maggie said he's got to be having a stroke because Richard Weber is brilliant what i read i i do these deep dives in the blogs and i was looking into what the hell do y'all think happened to richard weber i will google anything that's not even a real search but what i saw one person say was this is going to be they think it's going to be a call back to a procedure that richard had seasons and seasons ago like ages ago he has some type of procedure and there was like kind of a, a chance of some damage or residual damage or something. And this is going to be a call back to that procedure with the uh, hands shaking and his mind starting to go. So I don't know. I, I think they're going to handle it well. I mean, people are talking shit, but they did the best they could with Alex Karev. I thought that was well done because what, what can you do? He quit. No, they did. They did a great job of that. They did we know they, they drag online about it. 
Okay. Well, you know, there's some people who are just miserable all the time. Yeah, they're never satisfied and they don't do their research. Like I just got to the party and I knew they had to just figure shit out because he quit. What was going to happen? We can't have a funeral. Was it closed casket? Like, come on, man. Come on. Anyway, um, I know Richard Weber is ready to go. He's tired. He's been with us for a long time. Very long time. So um, what I actually read was he was considering leaving. And that was around the time of Alex Karev's announcement of, oh. of, 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 fi- of quitting. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess maybe they're writing him out because he just said, I, look, I just don't want to do this anymore. Because I was hoping Maggie would leave. I was hoping Maggie would just go and be with that handsome doctor and wherever I, he is. I'm very sick of Maggie. Yeah. She's a lot. So, um, but I'm sure he's going to come. Because they do need, they need like some fresh, you know, young black man blood. Avery is really just, what, Avery, what show are you on? Are you on Station 19 or Grey's Anatomy? You have a better storyline on Station 19. Okay, so oh, is that well, he, why- they broke up. He's not on Station 19 anymore. But is that why the right. story feels um, disjointed? Was most of their story on Station 19? Some of it. Yeah. Because I'm like, what did I miss? What happened? Because she, she moved into his apartment without telling him. They got me. I was, at first I was like, you know what? They're trying to force this shit. I don't give a fuck about Station 19. I got totally sucked in. I am pissed because I tried to go back to season one and but you got to pay per episode. Yeah, the only season that's free is three. Your reaction will be. Because <laughs> you got your nerves. This show is not even good and you're going to make people pay for it? Yeah. And you also get the tea on Bailey. And- that's what they're doing. If you want the tea, you got to watch Station 19. Because you get the tea on Bailey and Warren, too. Because he'll come to work and vent to his colleagues about what's going on with him and Miranda. Okay. I I don't I don't know. That's smart. But it's good, though. I, I like it. I was so surprised to see Boris Cujo. Kojo. He's there. He's an honorary old man. He's a battalion chief or something. He's so honorary. <laughs> it's crazy to see him like that. But I guess we're all getting old. Yeah. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited about Thursday. So Thursday we're gonna have a watch party, guys. And um, hey, what does I that mean? Be a lot of fun. What it means is, um, okay, I'm not the most technically savvy, but I believe we're all gonna be on Zoom, and we're gonna have a link. The link will be in our bios. And um, bring your favorite drink and let's watch it. Let's watch it together. Somebody, you got better details. I that was pretty much it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, just join us on Zoom um, on Thursday at nine o'clock. Byob. And, yeah, we'll watch Grace together. All right, and sign in before nine o'clock because we watching as soon as the show comes on. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> And it's not gonna be no tech support in the chat. I don't. I I don't know already. First of all, that's number one. Don't we don't know. We struggle enough making this work. So don't ask no questions. Uh, when the show starts, the show starts. We won't talk until the commercials, and that's it. I like that rule. We talk on the commercial breaks. Yep, and- that's it. So yeah, so what what are we gonna do with the Zoom? Will we um when when can we post the link? 
Um, well, I have the links up. I can send it to you guys now. I okay, can cool. Send you I'll the start. flyer in the link. Um, okay. as soon as we get on oh, the flyer is cute. Thank you for picking a better looking picture of me. I appreciate it. I, oh, you don't like the other pictures that y'all sent oh, me? God, I, I, I know I didn't send you the one that you've been using recently. Oh, Wumi must have sent you that. Wumi sent me like a collection of you. <laughs> of you guys. You didn't send no pictures, hoe. <laughs> yeah, you didn't send any. <laughs> if you have some better ones, I can change <laughs> them all. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, I just been rocking with it. Every time I said, I'm like, Ugh. okay, I'll change. I can change it. It's no biggie. I, and I didn't, <laughs> didn't like it. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I never said anything. Cause you know I've got a crazy face, so you know I can give you a good smile or a wild smile. You know what I mean? So my wild was, I was like, oh god, that's what I was doing. All good. So, um, yeah, we'll post the information about the um the watch party, and bring your favorite drink. Oh, I want to bring some cheese. Yeah, I'm bring some Gouda and apples. Um, and that's it. I don't have anything additional. You got some other shit you want to talk about? Like she said, um, if we had any movies or other shows, I'm trying to... <gasps> I have been watching Doomsday Preppers. Has anybody seen that? What are you even talking about? Well, I mean, what network does it come on? What? It's been on Netflix. It, it probably came on a real channel. Oh, okay. But it's on it's, Netflix. It's called... Say it again. What is it called? Doomsday Preppers. And why do, you, why do you think? Tell me about this show that you've been watching. Oh no, no, oh no, fuck you. What were you about to say? No, I want to know about this TV show that's called Doomsday Preppers. All right. So it was one of the top things. Like there's Netflix has been showing you like the top ten or whatever. So it's one of the top things. It's because people are preparing and they want to know, like, you know, people that normally would laugh at the doomsday preppers are now looking into it. Like, well, what the fuck do we need to be doing? That's what I think. Or maybe it's, it's the same reason we're all watching Contagion and Outbreak right now. Um, I just wanted to say, watching this show makes me cringe. It makes me uncomfortable because, like, um, these people come on and they talk about like all the prep that they've done and blah 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 so you get the rundown of their house and they're this and they're that before they get into major detail you just see like wow this person's really prepared a lot right and then they let the person say what they're preparing for and that is always the craziest part of the show and then you can see the people just start to lose credibility you can see the way the wife just can't look her husband in the eyes she can't make eye contact with the camera because she's so embarrassed that this is happening. And it made me really think about the way Wumi really feels. <laughs> when I start talking about stuff. Because it's so present for me. A lot of these concerns are very present for me. Like, what are we going to do if the following happens? But to watch people, there was a man that spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in doomsday prep. Like he even bought a small airplane because he believes that a volcano is going to erupt in Yellowstone National Park, which is like 800 miles from him. But 
he believes is going to erupt and he has like a, a separate location. His location, he's so serious about his bug out location that he would not allow them to film his location. Um, all he would tell them is that it's south of where they live because you can't go east because of the ocean. You can't go west because of the, the lava and uh, north is too cold and the volcanic ash will already cause a season of winter that's 20 degrees. I mean, it was, I was really watching it like, what is the rationale here? You have children, like you are responsible for lives. What's going on? But in watching that, I was like, okay, I see. So I'm going to keep my, no, I'm not, because I have one more concern. Here is another concern I had, and I was trying to talk to Al about it, and he, he's so shady. I just tell the way he was looking at me, he was laughing. Cause he was like, say it for me one more time. <laughs> so what it was, was, um, and you might actually, you might really understand cause you watched Tiger King, but basically. Cause I watched uh, what? Tiger King. Okay. But with the active threat of coronavirus and us now knowing after Tiger King that there are at least 10,000 tigers in the United States and less than 4,000 in the wild. When people start dying of coronavirus, don't you think that police like in Oklahoma, for example, and Myrtle Beach for Doc Antle, don't they need to have like some plan in place in case the staff and the owners of these, these zoos of exotic animals, in case they die of coronavirus? What's plan B? When these tigers get out, are tigers just running down the street? Like, did you see that guy that shot himself in the head and let his lions go in Texas? That's he, real. He let them go first, yes. And yeah, then he gave up. But, okay, so <clears throat> my question to you is, what makes you feel like if the owner of the zoo dies, that the animals are automatically let loose? No, they might get loose. I mean, necessity breeds invention. Okay. Um, but these zoos have more than one person working, right? Yes. So the owner dying doesn't mean that the animals are going to be... Well, you know, like the, pe the people dying. Like if people start to die off from this virus, from not taking it seriously. You know, like you saw how desperate it got where they were like... Um, like really skimping on the maintenance and they were feeding the animals just whatever they could find and stuff like that. Like it, it just seemed like a recipe for disaster. So here is my concern. And this is my okay, wait, point. before, before you, before you go into more concern, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to understand why you feel like the animals being loose is the end result. Because just like how, when Joe went to jail, um, they had people come and get the animals, put them in different places. So why don't you feel like that would be the answer? Why do you feel like the answer is the animals are loose? I see what you're saying, but honestly, God, I'm not gonna feel better unless I send something to the Oklahoma City and Myrtle Beach Police Departments. So I'm just gonna do it, I'm letting you know. Don't do it, look at you, don't do that to me. I don't know, you can, you can sleep well in these situations. I. I can't imagine walking to my car and there's just like a tiger out there. 
why why would there just be a tiger at your car why i understand i understand how that sounds but again do you the world is changing it's getting warmer animals can survive in different climates but that's why I just, I had a real problem with the circus being at the harbor. I had a problem with that shit. I remember. And no one cared about my emails then. But I don't give up. <laughs> Who did you email <laughs> I emailed the shit out of Bazudo. I was, I was like, excuse me. I do not feel safe as a resident. You have several properties at National Harbor. What is the plan? We don't need a circus. What did they say? No response. No response? No no response. Nobody responded to me. But at least I did the right thing. Like, I didn't sit and complain and do nothing. Um, you know, Bazudo is probably not the ones who paid or who were paid for that. I know, uh, but they have enough influence is what I was saying. They own a few of the buildings there. So I'm like, hey, like, come on. All right. This has been a great podcast. I don't Can know I tell y'all about a show really quick? Yes. <laughs> it's a show that I started to watch on Apple TV, and it's called C. So just imagine a show that is based on the Dothraki, and a virus spreads, and all of these people die. Half the population dies, but everybody who survives is blind. So it's about them literally living life, almost Game of Thrones style. Um, and Cal Drogo is, he is the leader. And um, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Yeah. So, and they're dressed in fur, just like, almost like, like a wild link slash Dothraki. And um, they have to fight wars and they have to fight blind. So it's, it's, I just started it today. Okay. It's kind of crazy. Letter but, C, S-E-E, or S-E-A? No, C. Like, I see you. S-E-E. Gotcha. Uh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm into yeah. it. That might be my night. Yeah. I got 100 jars of butter to make. That's my night. Mm-hmm. Let me know what you think. Oh, my God. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Woman, you have any additional um, shit you want to say? No, just... um. Thank you, everyone, for listening, for rocking with us. Yes. Um, All right. We'll see y'all Thursday. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods, for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, folks. I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 